So the Ramchal used food as the paradigm for physical pleasure, but said it's true for any physical pleasure that the pleasure which is in it is either completely imaginary and we're being fooled by our eyes, or to the extent that there is any real pleasure or benefit in it, it's very, very short-lived and very, very temporary. And the long-term negative consequences are very, very real. And so he says that if a person wants to develop the, this perspective and this, therefore this attribute of, of precious, of being able to just take from the physical world what is necessary for me, which is, of course, subjective, but what is necessary for me, and not to get drawn after luxuries. He says that the way that it works is, is, is that a person accustoms himself by constantly training themselves to look not with their eyes, but to think about it and process with their head and to see this underlying truth, which is really behind everything in the physical world, is that it's so attractive but not that great. And if a person does that, then what they will find is slowly, slowly, as they start to go free from the prison of foolishness that their, their physical nature has them trapped in. The fact that we are in bodies and the fact that we are physical and the fact that we have physical needs um, you know, is, is, makes us very susceptible to be drawn after and tricked by the physical world and thinking it's so much better than it is, that it's actually something that, that, that's, a, that's a worth pursuing as a goal as opposed to a means to an end. So he says, but you start to train yourself and you start to go free very slowly, step by step from this prison. And a person will find then that eventually as they are no longer seduced by these deceptive physical pleasures at all. And to the contrary, you'll find that they're not really so interesting at all. And a person will then understand and be able to live in a way where they're taking from the physical world that which is necessary, as we've, as we've written before. And he says that just like if a person reflects upon this, um, it causes them, enables them to acquire this attitude of, of precious. He says the opposite is also true. It's the, the, a person's foolishness, of, you know, falling for the trick of the eyes um, causes a person to lose this quality. And as, especially, he says, what, who you spend time with. If a person is continually around, okay, the lifestyles of the rich and famous, okay, and they are around um, people who are pursuing, running after these things, they're running after um, honor, and they're running after physical pleasure, and they are doing all, they're, they're just, just in, in increasing the nonsense. And when a person sees the, the, um, how precious this is to, to people, okay, and, and sees how, how great it is, then it's impossible for a person not to have, have in themselves aroused a desire for it also. And even if a person is not let their Yetzirah overpower them, nevertheless, is a person will end up in, is not, it's not going to be freed from the war of the Yitzhahara. I mean, maybe you'll win, maybe you'll be able to resist, but the war will not stop. And this is a danger, because so long as the struggle is going on, you could always lose, you could always fall. And with regards to this, King Solomon said um, that it's better to go to a funeral than it is to go to a wedding. Because a wedding is fantasy. A wedding is, you know, a wedding is, you know, flowers and nice dress and retinue and all these things. And it's a, you know, it's, it's, and so many people spend so much time, you know, spend much, much more time thinking about the wedding day than they think about what's going to be the next day. Okay? Um, he says a funeral will get you in touch with reality. That gets you in touch with what life is really about and the seriousness of life and how all these things that we get wrapped up in are really nonsense.